Welcome everyone. This is a behind the scenes EMA mortgage podcast. Your host is Raymond Diaz. We cover the local GTA West, Southwest Ontario markets. We will highlight real life experiences of clients, partners, and experts. Our goal with this podcast is to share information that relates to customers' home buying experiences. We will provide information and insights to the mortgage-related content. If home ownership is one of your goals, understanding your credit bureau is a very important piece. It's a shame that time and time again we see clients come in get very disappointed on on what they see on the credit bureau. It's only fitting to start our second episode the night before a workday. Currently, I'm watching uh, Gary V on YouTube video and downloading some podcasts um, for tomorrow. I've got some what do we have here? Mortgage Markets Radio. I love uh, mortgage brokering. Uh, mortgage marketing expert, uh, and we've got some Tim Ferriss uh, show for tomorrow for us to uh, listen to. As a mortgage agent, I start my work day the night before. I'm working on my uh, work calendar, preparing for all the calls and meetings tomorrow, making sure that uh, we're prepared for all the calls. Uh, to clients and we've got uh, some business development uh, activities uh, we're blocking out some time for uh, for phone calls we're blocking out some time for voicemails and emails and although tomorrow is Monday um, because I didn't uh, I didn't get to do the thank you Thursdays we're going to uh, do thank you Thursdays tomorrow good morning it's 5:42 a.m listening to podcast while working out good morning it's uh seven o'clock a.m on my way to uh, our office in oakville um listening to podcasts on the way quick stop at lena's roti and doubles here on financial drive to pick up some lunch um local business great family great food it's currently 3:40. we had a productive morning i completed the two scheduled calls i had this morning uh business development activities i spoke with a few of our real estate agents and two of existing mortgage agents that had a couple of questions that uh that we addressed the thank you Thursday activity that didn't happen on Thursday were all completed today. I do have to still post on social media, Instagram specifically, and I have four more previous client phone calls to do. If home ownership is one of your goals, understanding your credit bureau is a very important piece. It's a shame that Time and time again, we see clients come in, get very disappointed on on what they see on the credit bureau. And uh, a lot of it has got to do with a lack of understanding and how it works, or maybe take it for granted that 
maybe you had some hiccups in the past and understand that maybe that's how it is moving forward. You're, you know, you've missed some payments or maybe you filed for bankruptcy or consumer proposal in the past and you don't understand. No one's told them that there is the ability to reestablish your credit history. Now, this episode, I want to make sure that you understand what goes through a credit bureau, what is a credit score, and how can we help you assure that credit bureau or your credit history is not the reason why you can't uh, get a mortgage today. Now, a credit bureau is technically just a reporting body that collects all your credit information that banks, trust companies, credit card companies, loan companies, car uh, loan and lease companies report to to make sure that your credit history is being collected properly. Now in Canada, we have two main reporting bodies. One is Equifax Canada and the other one is TransUnion. Now, your credit report is technically just a snapshot of your credit history. Within that report, there's a few different sections. One section is your personal information. Another is your another one is your credit information, your banking information, public records, collection information, consumer statements, and your credit report inquiries. All of these compiled together is your credit bureau. Now, each individual parts contribute to a score. Now, your score, typically anywhere from 650 to 680 to 700 beacon score, is considered average. Anything over 720 is considered above average. Under 600 is considered very low. Now, obviously, the higher the number, the better it is. Now, your repayment history accounts for around 35% of your score. What does that mean? That basically accounts for how often are you late? Have you been late over 30 days? Have you been late over 60 days? Have you been late over 90 days? Now, your current debt load or utilization accounts for around 30% of your score. What does that mean? That means we look, we're looking at you know, your credit card that has a limit of $10,000. How much are you using uh, as a percentage of that limit? It also takes into account the balances on your loans and mortgages and home equity line of credit as such. So if your debt level are all maxed out, know that your score will be deducted and your score will likely be lower. Now, the age of your accounts, how old your accounts has been there. So we need to make sure that given your age, um, if you're in your 30s, 40s, and 50s, we need to understand that you need to have some credit history that's been in there for a while so that an underwriter will look at it and see that you've been able to borrow on your credit card and repay it. So if you have a credit card that's only been there for the last six months, it's not a good thing. Or even if you say, Ray, you know what? I don't like credits. I pay everything cash and, and that's just how it is. Unfortunately, in Canada, our lending institution 
needs to show that you have established credit history. And the age of accounts and age of those loans and leases and credit cards and mortgages takes, takes, takes into account as part of up to, let's say, 15% of your score. Now the type of credit, so whether or not it's a credit card that's revolving, like a line of credit is also revolving, or a bank loan that's considered an installment. So the difference in there is that on a revolving credit, you get to use and reuse that credit product. Now an installment loan is like a mortgage. You start at one point, let's say $10,000. We know that every single month, the balance on that loan will decrease and not go up like a revolving. So um, so on a revolving, if you're $10,000 limit and you use $10,000 and you repay it uh, down to $5,000, we know that next month it could also be $10,000, back to $10,000 again. Now, the type of credit takes into account around 10% of your score. The number of credit inquiries also account for around 10% of your score. So the more number of inquiries that's happened within the last 12 to 24 months, the lower your score potentially is. So you need to understand that maybe two or three inquiries per year is not such a uh, big impact on your credit score, but if you're credit seeking, so lenders are looking for this. Lenders, if, they, if they're seeing a lot of inquiries, whether or not it's car, uh, car companies or especially credit card companies and other banks, it looks like you've been asking for credit, uh, you've been asking for loans and all that kind of stuff. It poses some, some, prob, uh, some questions on whether or not you're trying to subsidize your income with credit because you're spending more than what you're making. Um, you need to understand that your credit history is an important piece in getting a mortgage approval. And the first step in, in um, basically making sure that your credit history is uh, what you need, you need to basically understand that you have to monitor and look at your own credit report. Now, how do you do that? You just go to the website, equifax.ca or transunion.ca, and you'll be able to provide your own uh, information there and you get to inquire it. Now, your own personal inquiry is considered a soft hit as opposed to a hard hit. A hard hit is if you're applying for credit. So if you go to me as a mortgage agent, and I pulled your credit history, ex uh, expect that, that, that there will be a deduction on your credit score. If you pulled or inquired on yourself, that's considered a soft hit, and that history that you gather gives you an understanding on the parts that we just talked about, but at the same time, see whether or not the information that's being held in there are accurate, because there's been scenarios where you know, you paid off a credit card and still reporting active. Paid off and closed, I mean, the credit card and it's still reporting active. Or maybe there's a dispute with a car company or the previous um, uh, landlord that you had and it's been resolved but still hasn't been, uh, and hasn't been uh, updated on the credit bureau. Now, the other part, the other reason why you want to keep on checking your credit bureau yourself on a regular basis, at least twice a year, is to monitor whether or not there's been fraudulent activities under your name. Now, 
fraudulent activities such as, you know, maybe somebody went to Best Buy and got a store credit card under your name and they bought a whole bunch of electronics and stuff. If that was done uh, fraudulently and you did a credit check, you'll be able to uh, see the number of inquiries, you'll be able to see a product that uh, is not yours. So that's why it's also important to make sure that you check your credit history on a regular basis. Um, obviously, you need to make sure that the information in there, your name, your address, date of birth, social insurance number, are all uh, accurate, okay? Monitor the number of inquiries that are there. So if you are not applying for credit, but you see multiple inquiries, we need to understand why and who has been inquiring under your name. Because us as uh, lenders, we can't just pull your credit without your authorization, okay? We need to monitor the credit limits, the balances, make sure that everything is up to date, uh, what's being shown on the public record. So um, if you've never had a uh, collection or a judgment, but there is a message in there that says you had a collection uh, that's been reported under your name, we need to understand what that is. We need to, to see whether or not that was put there in error, or if it is there, um, uh, rightfully there, we need, to, we need to fix it right away. Either pay it off or settle it. How long does certain information last on the credit bureau? Now, for credit transactions, judgments, collections, secured loans, and bankruptcies, they typically stay in the credit bureau for around five to seven years. Now, if it's inactive for the last five to seven years, then it will drop. Uh, consumer proposal, credit counseling as such, lasts for around two to three years on your credit bureau. You know, one hiccup doesn't define what you will be in the future and stuff. Now, we can reestablish credit. So most lenders need at least two to three years of reestablished credit, and then we can operate uh, and ask for a mortgage for your next home purchase. Now, ideally, you don't want to have a consumer proposal or bankruptcies and such. Now, it, there are scenarios where it does happen, where maybe it's not even your fault. Maybe it's the business um, that, that you had and it affected your personal name because you co-signed for a few business items and stuff. Or maybe it's a, as a result of, of uh, a separation. Now, how do we improve or reestablish your credit score? Really right now, one of the major factors that you need to make sure is that your payments are being, the, the minimum payments are being paid on time. So no late payments, we need to understand that um, if your account has been sent to a collection company, collection agency, we need to pay it and settle it. Um, we need to keep your balances on those revolving credit to be under 75% of the limit. So if your limit is $10,000, make sure you don't keep a balance over $7,500. Um, Avoid having too many credit cards and loans. So if we're looking to reestablish or improve your credit score, if you have two to three reporting products, that's enough to recover or start reestablishing your credit history. Now, try to avoid 
applying to you know multiple credit uh, facilities or credit products and stuff. So if you go to Costco or Walmart and they say that you know if you get a a Walmart credit card or a Costco credit card and they'll give you a discount of 10% for your current purchase. Certainly, I know that 10% is significant enough that you know it's it it's uh, it helps as far as a discount is concerned. But one of the things that we need to understand is that we'll tr- make sure that you ca- try to keep your credit products in around two to three credit reporting products if you're trying to re- reestablish your credit. Um, make sure that all your bills are paid on time. So utility bills and all that kind of stuff they also report now they report if your payments are late or behind they also report if if they're trying to collect from you now ideally you want to have the credit card use the credit card and basically pay the full balance every single month so ideally you don't want to necessarily keep uh, a balance on those credit cards if you're trying to reestablish credit. As we're trying to give you the pointers on how to reestablish your credit, I just want to quickly remind you to make sure that you at least go to one of these two websites and pull your credits, make sure that you have a copy of the credit report. Equifax.ca and transunion.ca.